Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good Let me get out. We got it. Testing, testing. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, allergies, man. They're killing. Oh me. man, it's that season, isn't it? It's killing me. My my yep. li- my little Benadryl and Claritin. I have to swap off if I use them too, one of them too much, then it doesn't work. Anyway, here we go. Okay. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green. <clears throat> Excuse me. Try that again. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grilling at the Green here on AM 860, The Answer, and the Golf News Network, soon to be in Philly and Tulsa. I'm JT, and this is the show where the stories of the interesting players, authors, teachers, and characters of the world of golf comes to life. Um, I want to thank the folks down there at Painted Hills Natural Beef. That's beef the way nature intended and the way your grandpa used to raise them. And also Gunter Wilhelm Knives, unmatched quality, comfort, and efficiency in the kitchen. Check them out online at GunterWilhelm.com. Now, we've had my guest this week on before. She is so delightful and so charming and so full of energy that usually when I get done doing this show with her, I'm bouncing off the walls of the studio, getting to my car. Um, I'd like to welcome Lisa Longball Vluswick from Calgary, Alberta. She's the eight-time Canadian long drive champion. She not only does the long drive competition, but she gives golf clinics. She, she's an entertaining speaker, um, and she's also motivational. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Lisa, welcome back, my friend. Oh, Jeff, what an incredible introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's wonderful to connect with you, uh, especially after Masters weekend. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I came to this group of stations that I'm at now based out in Portland, all the golfers kind of came out of the closet and I'm not being derogatory, but very quietly they'd come up and say, you play? And I'd say, yeah. Oh, well I play too. And then I've even gotten a couple of the staff that didn't play to take up the game. So now we're kind of golf central around here. So it's, it's kind of fun. And, and uh, one thing about Oregon in the uh, pandemic, our golf courses stayed open. And so we, we could play and all the people from, the state of Washington, right across the river from us there. They were sneaking down here and playing, too. Uh, For sure. And the British Columbia, which, of course, is a a close neighbor to you uh, in Canada, they also, a majority of their courses stayed open as well throughout the pandemic. Yeah. So if you were in Seattle North, you went north. If you were uh, Tacoma or Chehalis South, you came down to Portland and played. And so it worked out for them, I think. So how have you been? uh, Good. I have to do, I do have to say about your Oregon golf. I've been down to Bandon Dunes. What a spectacular, special experience. So for any of your listeners that haven't had a chance to sneak over to Bandon Dunes, it truly is bucket list worthy. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. is. In fact, my good buddy just brought me home a um, 
a glass because uh, we have a bar in our house. I don't use it much, but I, and it was from the sheep ranch there, the, awesome. the new course or the newer yep. course there. Yep. And uh, so I get a little SR etched, uh, you know, highball glass in my, uh, in my collection there. So that's kind of cool. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. So what have you been doing since we talked? Oh my last? goodness. Well, this has been quite a year with the pandemic. Um, I was all right, right, ready to go last spring. I've come off a rotator cuff injury and I was thrilled to be able to be competing again. And, and we had six tour events set up with the uh, golf channels, world long drive tour. And then of course that was to start in April and then the pandemic hit in March, of course. So the event slowly got canceled one by one until the whole tour ended up being canceled and, and world championships for the year, which of course was the safe call uh, to do at the time. Um, but yeah, so I really, had to, uh, I did some pivoting. So as you mentioned uh, in, in my wonderful introduction that I do keynote speaking for conferences and conventions, well, all conferences and conventions in person were canceled. So I did pivot, which was kind of cool, uh, to do virtual conventions. And you should see the amazing job companies have done with their virtual conventions. So mm-hmm. I ended up having to go onto Amazon and I bought ring lights and wireless lavaliers <laughs> and, and you, you, should, you, you should see my, uh, my setup that I have going on in my living room um, when I do a keynote. But, uh, but yeah, you know what? We all just we all just made that change, and, and I really enjoyed uh, doing the keynotes uh, virtually uh, this uh, again over the pandemic. Yeah, that be- has become a staple at our house. My wife is yeah. a director at a college and runs the overview of several programs for them. And so I bought her the light ring. You, yeah, you got the ring lights and the side light. The lighting's important. Oh, That's yeah. I think one thing we've all learned over over our virtual uh, experiences is you better have good lighting. Yep. <laughs> yep. You better have good lighting and you better yep. have good sound. I got her a good microphone. I just went to the cupboard and got one of those. I have a few. Yeah. Exactly. Know, and did that. But, uh, and that poor lady, she must spend at least 30 hours a week on those those conference calls like that now holy cow yeah that's a lot and then that you get that zoom fatigue and and i get that so that's when you got to get yourself outside and that's where golf is that perfect safe social distancing sport you can do outdoors in the fresh air go walk nine or 18 so that's what i love about this sport yeah no it's yeah. Uh, i can't get I, I maybe i told you this last time she's actually owned more set of sets plural of golf clubs than i have in my life. Uh, That's impressive. Yeah. She's, she's a lefty, <laughs> but she doesn't golf anymore. So we've, oh, we've got wow. all these lefty clubs sitting around there. And well, did you know, Jeff, I don't know if you know this, but Canada has the largest percentage of left-handed golfers in the world. You might all remember our 2003 master's champion, Mike Weir. Who's oh, sure. a lefty. He, yeah. And he actually wrote a note. There's a great story that he has on his website where he had written a note to Jack Nicholas when he was a young boy and asked Jack Nicholas if he should switch to become right-handed like all his other friends. And uh, Jack actually wrote back to him and said, nope, stick with your natural swing, uh, which was left-handed. But uh, the reason, it's funny, people always say, well, Lisa, why are so many Canadians left-handed? And for, in, for, in Canada, a, a, a large reason as to why that is, is that a lot of people are right-handed, obviously. And there's a lot of Canadians that love to play hockey or pond hockey and, and all that stuff. So they, uh, so they grow up playing hockey, and so a lot of people like to have the, the stick in their dominant hand, which is the, the right hand, that's at the top of the stick, so then they go left hand low to do a slap shot in hockey, and then that would be the natural way they want to swing a golf club. Sure. Yeah. I, I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that so sense. there will be Canadians wanting your, your wife's equipment left, right, and center. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, if I could actually let her part with him because she, no, it's, it's, I think nostalgia wise, I'd keep it. I'd keep oh, yeah. it. She has any wooden shafts or anything like that or something cool, you know, the old school stuff. 
No, she doesn't have those, but she's got some. Yeah. She's got a couple of sets that I had made for her. Ooh. And um, she's like, yeah, I'll get to that. I'm going to retire here in a couple of years or whatever, you know. And I'm like, okay, I just move them from one corner to the next. <laughs> Every year when we're doing the spring cleaning. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it, you would ask what else was going on over the pandemic. I think the other thing that I pivoted uh, to, and you again, you alluded to this in my introduction, was the uh, golf clinics, is that all these people, were, uh, there were stay-at-home orders. People weren't allowed to leave their homes or go to work or school. And so uh, I'm sponsored by a company called Golf Town, which is Canada's largest golf retailer, mm-hmm. much like your PGA Superstore or Golf Galaxy. And they said, hey, Lisa, you know, would you think about, you know, maybe doing some clinics? Uh, because normally they bring me to all 47 stores across Canada to do cool clinics in, in store, typically, you know, pre-COVID. And they said, could you do that online? Well, holy cow, I had over 1.5 million views. I covered everything from grip, posture, setup, you know, how to hit hill lies and, and fairway bunkers and sure. deep rough and you name it, we covered it. And it, it was just, it was so awesome that the notes I was getting, Jeff. You know, people saying, Lisa, you're the bright spot in the pandemic for me. And and then finally, when we got golfing, oh, my gosh, Lisa, I've added 20 yards to my drive or I've dropped <clears throat> 10 to 15 strokes off my handicap after using your tips. Like it just it to me, it was just uh, it was so fulfilling and just just made my heart swell. God, I wish I'd have known about them. I'd have watched them. Well, actually, for any of your viewers, if you would like, I, we've got I've got them on. I've got a YouTube channel called Lisa Longball, and you have to go to playlist. So under on my YouTube cha- channel, go to playlist. And then you'll see uh, Lisa Longball's golf instruction, and it's got every single video I've ever done. And actually, Golf Town, since we still have some provinces that are kind of locked down, I'm doing them again. I do them every Tuesday night from now until the end of May. And so tonight's actually is at 7 p.m. It'll be live, actually, on the Golf Town Facebook page. So if anyone wants to, has a Facebook account, you just go to the Golf Town Facebook page, and it'll be live tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. But you're Pacific, so that would be 4 p.m. Pacific. I'll, I'll be doing a live uh, show, yep. but then it'll be posted. Uh, I'll post it up to that YouTube channel afterwards. So anyone, they're free. Anyone who wants to to work on some of their their uh, their parts of their game, or just uh, confirm what they're doing well, and maybe give some new tips to hit it longer, straighter, better, are welcome to go check them out. We're going to take a break here on Grilling at the Green. Lisa and I will be back in a couple of minutes. Please stay with. everybody it's jt and this is a special version of grilling at the green grilling at the green is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef everybody welcome back to grilling at the green we'd like to uh kind of tell you about our friends down at langdon farms now everything's open there is limited seating at times but they've got that all figured out friday night's their prime rib special night tuesday night's their regular rib night they have all kinds of things they have live jazz music friday and saturday nights there so check them out online or you can just show up at langdon farms right there off of i-5 in uh aurora also you can find us on facebook and twitter um all that stuff we're there and this show is also after it finishes on the radio it goes out on 17 different podcast platforms uh lisa and i were talking about off the air how crazy this all is i mean you literally can reach a million people in seconds and that's 
pretty funky. I mean, it's it's a good funky, yeah, it but really it is, is pretty funky, you know. So yeah, and a little. Um, I didn't know whether to play in, in honor of you, Lisa Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh, and, and, good Canadian band there, yeah. Yeah, or or Anne Murray, or oh. I went with, but I went with Gordon Lightfoot today. So you don't hear the music, but he's Gordon's there. A good choice. Very good choice. So one of the things I wanted to ask you, I mean, you've got a, you went to school, you went to college. I think you trained as a, for a teacher. Um, yes. If excellent I memory. saw your credentials correctly and all that. Um, how, how is, how do you, when you're teaching your clinics, you're teaching the mechanics, this is how you hit a side hill lie, a, a ball above yep. your feet, a ball below your feet, all that. How do you address the mental aspect as getting prepared to go play golf, not talking about going and play tournament golf. That's a whole different deal, but mm -hmm. I'm just, if you're just going to get ready and you want to play the game, well, how do you address the mental acuity that people need to, you know, have fun and, and improve? Well, you know, it's funny. I actually just addressed that in my video last Tuesday. One of the things I'm a huge fan and proponent of is a pre-shot routine. And I think that if every golfer got into the routine of having a pre-shot routine, it would just truly help them tremendously. And a pre-shot routine, when you talk about the mental aspect, you know, for those uh, golfers out there that struggle with first tee jitters, I find that especially with my, my ladies or my higher handicaps, if they go to a fancy golf course or they have a, a corporate, <clears throat> sorry, corporate or charity golf tournament that they're getting ready for. And, you know, they've got that first tee shot. You're, the CEO is watching you. You know, how do you get rid of that? Now, if you watched, if anyone who's watched any tournament golf, and of course we've recently had the Masters on, you will see that the best golfers in the world do the exact same thing every time they come up to the golf ball. Why? Because I believe it creates consistency, but it also gets you in a great mental framework. So uh, having a pre-shot routine could be, you know, again, just coming behind the golf ball, picking your target. Uh, once you've picked your target, find an intermediate target, line your club face up to that intermediate target, take a deep breath out. And again, it only has to take maybe 20 seconds or so, but by doing the same thing every time, again, I believe it puts you in a really great state, state of mind because golf, you know, you can have all the skills and all the techniques and all the fancy equipment, but if you don't have it between your ears, that's truly the most important quote unquote club in your bag. Well, that's true because I actually have some of the skills in that, but I still play like uh, happy horse hooey some days because my my mind <laughs> all do my People look at again look at the best players in the world they dunk it into the water on you know on par threes and it happens right so we, yeah. we you know we can't beat ourselves up as you know regular joe public right right but i i i agree with you but my mind gets to it only takes one millisecond one nanosecond that's pretty small of me letting my mind wander uh, about something back in the studio or at home or my kid or something like that. And then, man, I have to fight that for a while to get my, my noggin back in the game, so to speak. For sure. And I think some other great advice to get over that is that we're going to hit bad shots in golf. And as you said, maybe that mind was wandering for that nanosecond and you hit a poor shot. What we have to make sure is, you know, golf mirrors life, it, meaning that, you know, one bad shot, it's just that. It's one bad shot. Your next shot, you could chip in, you could hole out, you could drain a 40-footer. So I think that sometimes when you're out playing golf, and I mean, we've all had that playing partner that's screaming, yelling, club throwing, breaking their club, you know, so angry after they hit that poor shot, that anger um, really, really, I think, sucks you into this negative vortex, and then it, 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 that it's going to beget more bad shots. 
Like if you looked at Hideki, uh, uh, or the, the Masters champion who just won, uh, Matsuyama from uh, yeah. Japan, when he here he's got this lead and then he goes for it on the 15th hole, he airmails the green, puts it into the water close to 16, and you're like, what? You know, if you looked at his face, he wasn't angry. He didn't smash his club down. You know, he just was calm. He went over there. And I think it's a demeanor. I think it's this demeanor that you could have on the golf course that if you make a poor shot, or again, as I said, it mirrors life. If you make a bad decision in life, don't let it snowball into this. You know, on the golf course, it could be a 10, but in, in life, it could just be, you know, going sideways that, that you stop, sure. take a moment, take a deep breath, learn from it. And then move on. And uh, I think that that's really important is to keep your controls in check and uh, um, uh, so that you do, that, that doesn't happen. Well, I saw a great meme uh, this morning before I came into the studio on Twitter. It was a picture of Billy Horschel. Now, if anybody saw the video, you saw Horschel just jamming his club in, in there because he was <laughs> pissed about something. And he was just bang, bang, bang. So this meme today was <clears throat> to all golf viewers. I'd like to apologize in advance for my behavior at the upcoming RBC championship at Hilton Head. <laughs> and I thought, God, that applies to me sometimes. I've, although I've That's never, funny. I've never thrown a club. I've never broken a club intentionally no. like that, but my well, problem. It was actually funny at the masters. And I can't remember the golfer's name, but he was being a big pouty pants. He missed his putt. And so he slammed his putter into the green, which is very disrespectful for any superintendent that are listening would know that sure. you know, and golfers to, to, to treat the golf course like that. But so he slams his putter, breaks his putter. Well, of course you're not allowed to switch your equipment mid round. He had to putt out the rest of the round with his three wood at yep. his past masters. It made me laugh so hard because I'm like, there you go, buddy. That's what you get for having a little temper tantrum on the golf course. Well, and I think, I know these guys play for a lot of money. Yes. Um, huge amount of money. And the, the sponsors are always, you know, veering down upon them making sure that they represent the brand in the proper way i mean you know how that is you've got your own sponsors like that but you know it's kind of like hey this is a game you get paid a lot of money you made the cut you're guaranteed at least whatever it is forty eight thousand dollars for being here for the week so chill out dude and up to one point something million yeah yeah you're right exactly chill out and then the other thing is when you see the weekend warrior who only plays once a week maybe maybe twice or even less and they're getting that angry and it's like you're not even a pro like you don't have yeah. the right to get that angry on the golf course yeah you don't play that well so don't you're not good enough to be that angry yeah exactly <laughs> we're, we're gonna take another break uh lisa longball vluswick and i will be back in just a couple minutes here on grilling at the green stay with us Picking up the pieces of my sweet shattered dream. I wonder how the old folks are tonight. Hey, it's JT, and this part of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Ben Hogan Golf. Check them out online at BenHoganGolf.com. Welcome back here to Grilling at the Green on AM860, the answer of the Golf News Network and a bazillion platforms all the way around the world. Um, again, thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. You can check it out online at PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com and have a store locator. Now, I know they're not all over the country, but they are heavily, heavily predominant here in the Northwest. So you can find a store where you can get it. Also, Ben Hogan Golf Tour Quality Clubs at Factory Direct Prices. That's uh, BenHoganGolf.com. In fact, I'm going to be talking to those guys later today about 
some stuff. Uh, if you want to email us, pretty simple, just info at grillingatthegreen.net. Or you can direct message me if you follow me on Twitter. That's cowcook57. I know that my other world is cooking, so that's where that came from, just so you know. Um, got Bruce Furman coming up here in a few minutes, but I want to get back and talk to, to Lisa more. Lisa, how does your husband and son, I know you're very proud of your son. I see you guys doing vacations, you're water skiing in a bathrobe and a turban on your head, <laughs> drinking coffee. You're having all kinds of fun stuff going on. How do they, they ever like cross their arms, sit back in the chair and go, yeah, mom, right. You're doing it. <laughs> Well, my I do have a my son is now just turned fourteen, so he's definitely definitely got that look. I get the teenager <laughs> look all the time for sure. But uh, for for your viewers that aren't familiar with what you're um, referring to, uh, you, I, I, I wanted to do something over the pandemic to make people just simply laugh and smile. Yeah. I thought there was so much negativity out there, um, whether it be the media or on social media, and I thought, you know what, I want to do something to just make people laugh and smile. So I did a video in early July, of, as you referred to, I was wearing a bath robe and um with a towel on my head and reading a golf digest and sipping a cup of coffee while i'm wake surfing behind a boat with no rope mm -hmm. so i have to actually surf the wake um because there's nothing actually pulling the board uh which made it a little extra challenging um but my son I, he could just dive under the front of the boat he was so embarrassed <laughs> that you know his mother was doing this right so so this that video ended up getting so much attention it was uh, people magazine posted it on their website oh my Good america used it on one of their weekend editions of uh, their show. It was crazy. And so there was so much popularity and so many people saying, Lisa, do another one, do another one. So I did one where I'm putting, where I'm wearing golf shoes and a full golf outfit. I always have a life jacket. I always have a life jacket sure. on in somewhere under my clothes or sometimes on top. And, uh, and I, was, I was putting. I kind of bent down to you know, be putting. I did one for the uh, being Canadian. I did the Toronto Blue Jays where I did a baseball one. I did a Toronto Raptors one where I'm doing basketball drills. And then that one, my son, again, he was dying, not wanting to participate. But he's doing <laughs> chest passes with me, bounce passes. And like, so he would throw it back in the boat. And then my mom, my husband would drive the boat and my mom would video it. Otherwise, my son was the videographer because as we all know, teenagers are way better with phones than uh, oh, their geez, parents. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then I did... One of the ones that he was most embarrassed of, of, I thought, you know what? In Canada, of course, our lakes are going to start freezing over starting in October, November. So I better pre-record a couple. So I bought a Santa costume that was on a, kind of an old used rack at a costume shop. I brought the Santa costume out in August and I was playing uh, Here Comes Santa Claus, you know, um, you know, music <laughs> like in August. And I'm, I swear the, all the boats around us just thought that we, you know, had a screw loose. And then here I am throwing presents into the boat and, and my son's dying, like full on dying. But, oh, and there was one other one for any of your hockey fans out there. Um, I was wearing, because uh, you're going you're gonna to have the Seattle Krakens, right? Coming right. up, uh, which is pretty darn exciting. But uh, I uh, was wearing full goalie gear. So I was wearing full street hockey goalie gear and surfing. And then in Canada, the, our biggest uh, hockey network picked that up during the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, and Pepsi actually asked if they could use that, uh, me surfing on, a, on, a, on, a, on my wake uh, board. <laughs> <laughs> So you know what people just it said it made they, people said it made them smile. I've got another one coming up for Cinco de Mayo Day that I pre-filmed this past summer. So, uh, but yeah, so just something to have fun and and I love being outdoors, sun on your face. So it's a, it's a great you know way to. But my again, my son's embarrassed, but <laughs> but isn't, aren't our job as parents? Aren't we supposed to embarrass our, our teenagers? <laughs> I was very proficient at it when my daughter was growing up, <laughs> and I still am. And she's uh, twenty six now, twenty seven. And 
but what you were what was interesting what you were saying about how you know the younger generation even kind of bugs me to still say that but with the technology i'll be working on my phone you said you got a new phone okay i got a new phone too not um, less than a month ago and i'm trying to figure this out and my daughter comes by and just takes it out of my hand she goes what are you trying to do oh here you go yep and hands it back and i'm like well wait a minute teach me what you just did i said the same thing last night so i went from a samsung i went from a blackberry to a samsung for the last 10 years and then I switched to iOS. So I got an Apple yesterday and my son's just like this. I'm like, stop, stop. Teach me how to fish. Don't give me the fish. Teach me how to fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I stuck yeah. with the Samsung stuff because my yeah. wife went to the iPhones. My daughter's got an iPhone and I'm like, nope, nope. Well, I- and I wasn't my, actually the issue was all these Facebook lives that I'm doing for my sponsor golf town. What happens is because I have a Samsung, it won't flip the image. Right. So I had all these golfers, like thousands of viewers, Lisa, wicked, you're left-handed. That's awesome. Or like, oh, you know, Lisa, why are the words backwards? And so iPhone allows you to flip the image on Facebook Live, but I can't do that with a Samsung. Yeah. So that's one of the big reasons I ended up switching, just because I'm doing all these videos for Golf Town. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that technically uh, <laughs> proficient, Lisa. I'm just like I can take still pictures. I'm really good at still pictures. You know. <laughs> I have I have a bag full of cameras that can prove to you that I'm good at still pictures because a lot of my stuff's been published over the years, especially golf stuff. But that you know, no, not. I want to see you on TikTok, Jeff. That's what I want to see. I oh, want to see you on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know about that. <laughs> grilling? I want to see you grilling at the green. You know, we yeah. could make a fun video out of that. Well, we could. We could. We're actually. Yeah. Here's what we are doing is. Just so you know, I'm doing some some cooking segments related to golf. The weather's just about here, and the rest of setting up the set, I know you know what that means, is it'll be done here in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to do some little five-minute vignettes for golfers about barbecue and cooking. And we're going to shoot Ooh, them outdoors. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I had that idea a long time ago, and... Uh, we started with a regular TV show named Grilling at the Green, and we had trouble getting people to want to pay attention to it at the agencies and stuff. And and it was my fault, basically, because we, we filmed the trailer like a movie. Uh, I'd been in a couple of movies, and I know how they did the trailers and stuff. And so you always see the, you know, the, the top 45 seconds of the action pieces, like in a James yeah. Bond trailer or something like that. Well, we certainly weren't James Bond, but we we kind of did all those cuts back and forth. That was my fault. So anyway, we're, we've taken the long way around. This is the sixth year of the radio show, and now it's finally going back to television. So that's, that's all, awesome. That's all I can tell you about that, really. It's a, um, speaking of all I can tell you about stuff, here is my good buddy and my coach, Bruce Furman, with his golf tip of the week. Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the director of instruction out at Langan Farms Golf Club. And today's tip, I'm going to talk about the differences in your iron swing and your driver swing. And fortunately in golf, we have 14 clubs and, and we only need to learn one swing, but we have to adapt that swing to the different clubs. And when we're hitting an iron, we're going to make a descending blow, meaning we're going to hit the ball, then the ground. And when we hit a driver, we're making more of a level and ascending blow. So When you're hitting an iron, you want to play the ball a little more in the middle of your stance. When you take a practice swing, you want to try to brush the ground in front of where that imaginary ball is so that your low point is in front of the ball and not 
not behind the ball. Tour Pro's low point is actually two or three inches in front of the ball. Now, they, they do strike the ball, and then the divots kind of happens right at the same time. But, but you've got to hit the ball and take a divot or brush the ground with an iron to get the ball to hit in the middle of the face and get the, the distance you want. And then, of course, with a driver swing, it's the opposite. We want to take a wide stance and play the ball forward. We want to lean slightly away from the target so you feel like you're a little more uphill because we want to make more of a level or an ascending blow, hit up on the ball. And when you take a practice swing and when you hit your real swing, you want to make an air swing. So that means you can ground the club behind the ball at the start, but when you swing through, don't even touch the grass. Just swing above the grass. Don't ever hit the grass or the ground because you don't want to hit down on your driver. Hit down on your irons. Don't hit down on your driver. I hope that helps you. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. You can find out more about Bruce Furman at langdonfarms.com. Just go over to the instruction uh, up there on the uh, front page. Click on that. Icon drops down, you know, all the thing. The menu drops down, not the icon. But you know what I'm saying. And there's a picture of Bruce. Tells you about when and where he teaches and the rates and all kinds of stuff. So you can do that. Uh, Lisa Longball and I will be back in just a couple minutes here on Grilling at the Green. seem to know when it's time to call Rainy day people don't talk, they just listen till they've heard it all Rainy day- Hi everybody, it's JT and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to here to Grilling at the Green on AM860 and the Golf News Network and all those social media platforms, which I have no idea where they all are, but uh, David does, so I leave that up to David. Um, By the way, next week, we've got Susan Etzel coming up. Susan is from the Etzel Agency here in Portland, and they just took over the responsibility of the Cambia LPGA Tournament. Portland Classic coming up here in September, so we're going to be talking to Susan about what's coming up some new things that they'll be doing at that tournament this year. So we've got that. Now let's get back to my good friend, Lisa uh, Vlusk, uh, Longball, if you want to call her that. Yeah, see, see, right? This is why you don't marry Dutch people. You yeah. can't spell or pronounce their last name. <laughs> I thought it was pretty close. You were close. Vlusk. Vlusk. close. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm just an old busted up cowboy. So you got to give me a, you know. You got to give me some 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 room on that one to work with, or Lisa. Absolutely. What? Um, it's been a year and a half since you've been on the show, and I can't give you the exact date, but just trust me on that number. What have you learned uh, about golf and people in that last period of time? You know, what I've learned is that uh, that especially, and again, I think it was the pandemic that highlighted this for me: the joy, the 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 sheer joy that people get from the game of golf. Um, I think, I believe the numbers in the United States are similar to Canada. We have record numbers of golfers coming in because golf being one of the only safe social distancing sports, but to hear the, the joy that people had out there laughing, 
you know, with friends, with family, having a cold beverage, you know, just, you know, out there. It didn't matter if you were breaking a hundred or hitting the big long bomb off the tee, people were having fun. So, and I think that through, um, through all my, my videos that I've done and all the feedback, it's people telling me how much joy, how much joy they get from the game of golf. And I don't think I ever realized that, you know, from a year and a half ago back when I was on the show, but it's just really blatantly obvious obvious to me now and that it's so much more than just a game or just a sport it truly it it, it offers people people peace and joy and that and, and camaraderie and just something that there's something very very special about this game i would say that's a good observation i'd say it's true yeah uh absolutely yeah. true but i see the i live very close to a golf course and then i drive by one uh langdon farms which i speak about on the show quite a bit and when you drive by the either of those two golf courses, they're always packed. They have yeah. they have been packed unless it was snowing and blowing sideways or raining. Um, we get a lot of that here. I know you get more snow up in Calgary than we do yeah. here, but it doesn't matter. But if the if it wasn't pouring down rain or ice or snow, those courses were always you could drive by any hole and there was at least four people, you know, yes, absolutely. and even here in the winter, we have um, outdoor ranges with just these little heater heated stalls, yeah. just a little heater above. Uh, it'd be minus 10 degrees Celsius. And there'd be, you know, 15, 20 people at the driving range bashing balls in January or February. That's how much people love it. I'm not sure I'm that dedicated. Uh, <laughs> As a Canadian, though, our season is so short. Sometimes you got to take what you can get. That's true. That's true. I've been to, I've been to Calgary quite a few times. Well, the Calgary and, Stampede, being a cowboy, you yeah. better have been to the Calgary Stampede, right? Yeah, we we used to we used to show up there for a horse show about a week after the the Stampede, and they were still sweeping people out of the bushes. You know? Oh, I'm I'm sure it's quite the party for ten days, and a lot of wonderful cowboys from your from the state of Oregon. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's yep. it's uh, Calgary, the Canadian Great Plains and stuff. All that is so beautiful up there that there were times I just didn't want to come home. It was so yes, pretty. The, the Rocky Mountains. If your if your viewers haven't had a chance to go to Banff, yeah, uh, which is just about an hour outside of Calgary, and to see the Rocky Mountains, it, it, they truly are spectacular. Yeah, Lisa, where can people? Find out more information about you. Kind of share some of your social media stuff with them, if you will, please. Absolutely. Well, my website has all my contact information, and that is www.lisalongball.com. I'm very active on Twitter, which is just simply at Lisa Longball. And my Instagram is also at Lisa Longball. And uh, I, ha I have my uh, Facebook page, which is uh, also Lisa Longball. Um, but, but people are definitely welcome to reach out to me. And if you uh, need a, that link to the, um, to the, the YouTube channel, so I've, I have a page uh, uh, on, on YouTube called Lisa Longball as well. And go to those playlists to see those videos. But if anyone needs any help, please reach out to me. Ask me, hey, Lisa, what was the link to that uh, those instructional videos I'm, I'm happy to forward that to you because again as golfers we got to help each other we got to lift each other up and support each other any way we can now are your are your clinics every tuesday night from now till the end yes. of may yep so they're going to be every tuesday night uh i've done three weeks so far so if anyone's missed any you can go back and watch the last three weeks um so i'm going to run them until i've uh till the end of uh april for every tuesday night and then i am also running them every tuesday in may lisa longball thank you for being with us lisa is going to stick around for after hours and that's going to be it for the regular show this week 
talk of the what happened at the Masters in the next couple of weeks. Some of my uh, very cynical reporter friends will be joining us. Until then, please go out, have a good time, and be kind to people. Take care, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.